We'd like to begin today by acknowledging the Wanarua people as the traditional custodians of the land in which we are recording today and would like to pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Hey, I'm Carly. And I'm Paige. Welcome to another episode at Valley Village Collective Podcast. The podcast where we dive into the heart of motherhood, bringing you relatable stories from local mums and insights from local practitioners. Get ready for some real talk as we listen, learn and navigate the adventure of motherhood together. You'll experience some aha moments and a whole lot of love and support. This is Valley Village Collective Podcast. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, Carly. Hey, Paige. Can you believe we are actually doing this? Two women from the Hunter Valley are making a podcast. What have we gotten ourselves into? Oh, I know. But when this trailer comes out, we've actually recorded three episodes so far and I couldn't be more proud of us and I couldn't be more inspired. And I'm just so happy to be here with you and, um, you know, just bringing this to the all the Hunter mums. It's amazing. It is. And now that we've recorded a couple of episodes, I'm feeling a little bit more confident. I'm feeling less like I've got that imposter syndrome. And especially since we launched our Instagram last week and the amount of amazing feedback that we've had from people that they are excited for this. It's giving me that little bit of confidence because I'll be honest, before we did it, I thought, are people going to think this idea is stupid? Um, I think coming from a small town, you know, I always worry about what people are going to think, but with all the great feedback we've had, I'm just so excited. Now I've got no regret regrets. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things, um, that we need to remember, and maybe this comes with a bit of age and experience, is we're also individual. And Mm. I think everyone, every mum has a story and every mum has a journey and every mum uses different professionals and has a different way of living and has, you know, different views on life. And that makes us so unique. Mm. I think, why wouldn't we do this? Why wouldn't we offer this to the Hunter mums? Because I know everybody who listens to this, every mum who listens to this is going to gain something. I hope it's in every story and every topic that they gain Mm -hmm. something. But at some point, if you keep listening, you're going to gain something from this um, podcast. Yeah, just so, so happy to be here. Yes. So we are here today just to give you a little rundown about us and how Valley Village podcast came to be. We will keep it short because we know that you want to get right into the real deal episodes and you probably don't want to sit around listening to us for very long. So we will keep it short, we promise. And then after this, there'll be a real deal episode for you. Uh, I'm Paige. I'm 28 years old and I am married to my husband, Ben. We've been together for almost nine years and married for almost two years. And we have our son, Hudson, who is eight months old. I was born in the Hunter Valley and I've lived here my whole life. I did briefly move away for a working holiday. A couple of years ago, I swore I would never come back to the Hunter Valley because, you know, growing up in a place, you don't think it's that great. When we moved away, I was kind of like, actually, I freaking love the Hunter Valley. It's so beautiful and it's such a great place to raise a family. So ultimately we decided to stay here and here I am. And I'm Carly. So I'm 37 years old and I live in Maitland. I am married to my husband. We've been together for Oh, maybe 17 years or 18, 17 years, I think. And we've been married for eight years this year. We have three daughters. So good luck to my husband uh, in the teenage <laughs> years, I think. 
They range in age currently uh, six and a half, three and a half, and nearly two. Uh, we are from New Zealand, both of us. Um, we spent our teenage years and in our early 20s, we sort of separately uh, moved to, to WA actually. And uh, we spent a bit of time uh, living in a mining area called the Pilbara in, the w- in WA. Um, we l- enjoyed WA, but we just really wanted to sort of move a bit closer to the seaside move a bit closer to New Zealand, move a bit closer to maybe some more civilization to raise our family. At that point, we had one child. And so after visiting friends on the central coast and around this area over the years, we decided that this was the Hunter Valley was the area that we really liked. We loved farmland. We loved mountains. We loved the beach. So we felt like this was the best of all the worlds. Um, And so we bought a house in 2019. uh, Sorry, in 2020 and we drove across from WA to Maitland in six days as the borders were shutting so that was a real and 30 weeks pregnant so that was a really wild time and now we're here um we now have three children so we had two more in Maitland and I'm now a doula so I've been a doula for about a year and a half now and it's my calling I love working with women um and it's just such a a pleasure to um you know experience uh those such vulnerable but special moments with um you know families in this area Hmm. so the idea for this podcast for me came about when I fell pregnant I had dreamt of being a mum and being pregnant for so long but still when I found out that I was pregnant I was still so confused on what to do next it was kind of like I saw those two lines and I thought I'd know what to do and then I was kind of like what what do I do next do I see a doctor like I'd heard of people having midwives and seeing all these different people but I had no idea what was available to us and so this kind of came about when I was listening to other podcasts but I kind of wasn't finding them all that relevant because of, you know, we are that little bit more regional, although Newcastle is on the coast, we we don't have as much available to us as what people in, you know, Sydney or, or Brisbane have available. And especially in the Upper Hunter where I'm from, Scone, Musselbrook, all of those places, we have even less in our area. So I think it was really important for me to... Um, you know, like when this idea came about for people to know what is around for us, because unless you have a friend or a family member that has maybe used a certain midwife or, a you know, a chiropractor, IBCLC, you don't know that these people are out there. So I think this kind of came about when I thought, what if we had somewhere where we could hear from these people that we have access to? Because sometimes, you know, you go and see people and maybe they don't resonate with you. But if you could hear them talk on the podcast about a certain topic and then you could go, actually, I, I really like the sound of this person. I didn't know that we had access to this person. And then you can go and see them as well as hearing birth stories from local hospitals, knowing that, oh, they had a midwife at this hospital, maybe I'll go and check that out and just different things like that. So that's how that kind of came about for me. So yeah, what about you? Yeah. And yeah. And I think, um, you know, just reflecting on when we met, um, I had been thinking about a podcast for a while, um, more focusing around that postpartum period. Uh, There's no denying that that's been my biggest personal challenge. And so I wanted to be able to provide more insight, more support, um, and just something relatable to women 
in this area or in more broadly I wasn't too sure on that and then I, I think Paige we met maybe October um, in 2023 and mm. I remember we were at um, a mama meetup um, hosted by um, Sky from Hypnobirthing with Sky, Emma from Empowered Lactation with Emma and Sarah, who's a um, bodywork uh, body yoga, is her um, business. She runs yoga out of East Maitland uh, at uh, Organic Feast, and she's also a midwife. So those three lovely women host mama meetups uh, monthly, every second month. And we met, I went there, turned up with no children, and you had Hudson, and we got chatting. And I think uh, we just, you know, sort of like vibe with one another and then you just turn around and said to me I've been thinking about a podcast do you want to start a podcast and I said I've been thinking about doing a podcast and now here we are it was a little weird is that wasn't how it, it went yeah that's how it went oh yeah it was very it, yeah we were very forward with one another oh. and I think um yeah we're, we're, I think that's what's working so well yeah I think so I remember when you came over to speak to me and you know where our love story began um but I remember <laughs> yes I remember when you came over and you were talking and I thought in my head, okay, I'm about to say something. She's either going to think that I'm really weird <laughs> or she's really going to like this idea. If she thinks it's weird, I'll never see her again. If <laughs> if she thinks it's a great idea, then this could be the start of something good. And it was kind of the first step in me stepping out of my comfort zone and I thought, what have I got to lose? Um, so, yeah, I asked Absolutely. you. It kind of just went from there. It was a little weird in the fact that it just felt like the universe aligned. It just felt I'm yeah. not one to step out of my comfort zone very often, but I don't know. It just felt like the right question to ask. So it was very organic. But, yeah, it's it's working. It's great. Just with that, I, I'm just such a forward, but I guess – I like to think of myself a forward gentle person. Yeah. I love the the deepest possible conversation that you can go is where I want to be. That That's yeah. me. That's where I want to be. I want to have those hard conversations. I want to chat like that. So if someone's asking me a question that's forward, I'm all, I'm there for it. And, you know, cause you never know what's, what's going to come of it. <laughs> yeah. See, that's so funny because usually, and you know, it's probably even funny that I'm doing this, but I think this is just one little thing is how, Becoming a mum has changed me, but, yeah. you know, I'm not – I'm usually the kind of person who likes to stay in my own little box and I'm not – even going to that meetup was a step out of my comfort zone Yeah, in itself yeah. because I knew no one. I turned up and I didn't know anyone, but I thought, oh, well, I'll give it a go. And it's it's led us here. So I think, yeah, like oh, I'm usually amazing. one to stay in yeah. my box, but, you know, yeah. here we go. <laughs> Oh, you've got so much to give, Paige. So tell me, Paige, what was your um, journey to motherhood? Do you want to share with everybody? Yeah, so my journey into motherhood was a bit of a long story, but I'll keep it nice and short as I know that I'll have an opportunity in future to tell the full story. But long story short, at the start of our relationship, we fell pregnant accidentally. That resulted in a missed miscarriage, but we decided that we wanted to try again. After 18 months of actually trying, we weren't falling pregnant. I was tracking my ovulation, everything like that. We decided that we would seek some fertility help, and that's where we found out that we would need um, fertility treatments, which, again, I'll go into one day. 
that's when we decided to move away for a little while. We moved overseas, then we came back, we bought a house and got married. And then that's when we decided to start our fertility treatments. So since then, I've had my son Hudson, who's now eight months old. And honestly, my transition into motherhood has been pretty tough. I Going through pregnancy, I was very all in. I wanted to know everything. I was very, I thought I was very prepared and I thought I knew who I was, but I wasn't prepared for that identity change. You know, I, I thought I knew who I was. I thought I knew what kind of person I, I was and what I liked to do, but motherhood has just thrown all of that up in the air and really made me question everything. I wasn't prepared for how much a baby solely relies on mum. You know, even with a hands-on dad, they just want mum. As much as you try and rig the system and think my partner's going to be a hands-on dad, it really surprised me how much baby just wants mum. So yeah, it has been a little bit of a challenge and I know I'm still early days. I'm only eight months postpartum with my first baby, but I feel like the fog is lifting and, uh, you know, this podcast and talking to other mums has been an absolute godsend. But, um, yeah, it's it's different every day and I'm learning a lot about myself every day and I think that's one thing that I'm really passionate about is, um, you know, mums having a safe place to talk to other mums and feel supported no matter what their decisions are. So, yeah, that's my transition into motherhood. Thank and what you about for yourself? sharing. Yeah, um, I lived such a carefree life prior to children. Um, My husband and I, we travelled the world for three years. We had no cares in the world while all our friends were sort of having babies, getting married, buying houses, you know, went off and probably spent oh, over a hundred grand on travel like for three years. Mm. We, we worked a little bit, but we just lived life and I'm so glad we have that time to look back on uh, through the fogs of motherhood and parenthood and the challenges. Sometimes those days feel so distant, um, but I know they're there. And um, one day I will reminisce um, like we used to on the, on those days. Um, so I, I think like after three years of travel, I, I was about 27 from memory and I think I just started to get itchy feet like I needed to I needed to be settled I needed to go and find some safe space like where I had my own space and I wanted to build my village like I you know I moved away from my friends when I was 21 um I had started again so many times through um living elsewhere through travel and um so I, I needed to start that again and I needed to move to the next phase of my life. Um, my husband and I, um, after a while, we decided to get married um, and then we – and I had gone off contraception probably or I, I think it was about a year or 18 months, but I never had a regular cycle. So it was all very over the show. Um our first baby took six months to conceive, but it was just there was there was no indication whatsoever um, as to like when I was ovulating, and so that was a little bit of a journey um, for us to navigate because you know you just think like all these people just fall pregnant, like you know. Mm. So talking about that was was good because you know I, I was ready. Like why you know why isn't this happening now? And I know in the grand scheme of things, six months is nothing. I went on to have a ten month um, challenge following with my second child, and so that part challenging. They teach you in high school that like they kind of act like it's really easy to fall pregnant. 
Yeah. So, you know, your goal when is you... to not like, if... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it seems so easy to, to, mm. to be able to. So, and yeah, you know, when you want something, you want it now. Like, you yeah. know, that, especially as a, as a mother instinct of like, I, I want to, I'm in my childbearing years. Like, this is what mm. feels good for me. Um, I want it now. Um, I also was, um, at that time working a lot with women, um, in various capacities through, um, personal training, through health coaching, wellness coaching. And so, you know, I'd have a lot of mums coming through as well. Um, and so I got a little bit of an insight into, um, what it was like to be a mum and some of the challenges, um, that mums were facing around, you know, that identity, that finding time for themselves that that sleep deprivation just that that sort of finding where in life you you sit but at no point did that even register to me at that time because I really wanted to have a baby and that was my focus um yeah so we we had um when our first daughter was born um you know a lot of that I guess um it it was all okay then it was all okay for, for a while <laughs> mm, yeah and can you um just yeah. let us know what your greatest challenge has been through motherhood yeah yeah so that was that was sort of just you know a little bit of a goosebump moment because it was all okay for a while and um mm. I think like you know this is where and I will cry at some point in this podcast um you know I'm I get very emotional thinking mm. about um just the challenges um i have i have raised my girls to this point pretty much just my husband and i um mm. and look i remember when i was 18 and i used to you know say to my mum i can't wait to leave like home and i can't wait to just have my own life and you know all this kind of stuff and i remember my mum was from perth originally and she she um raised her um, me and my brother and my sister um, in New Zealand without her family around. And I remember she said to me, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Like, you know, sometimes you need your family and mm. you need those people. Um, because we were living at that time when we had our first daughter in such a um, regional remote area, it was hard to build a village um, and to find people that you you really connected with. So um, that was challenging. Um, so there is no doubt in my mind that the postpartum period has been my greatest challenge. Um, I mm-hmm. didn't have such a great start to um, motherhood with my the birth I had of my first um, daughter, and I will share that one day, I'm sure. Um, but I think it's really hard to pinpoint in the postpartum sort of um, a, a something that's the been the most challenge for me it's not the traditional breastfeeding sleep deprivation yes has been ripe and lack of sleep has been ripe but for me it's been this identity I could never have felt more lost and alone than I have in the last six years Mm -hmm. Um, I never thought that was possible I'm a very confident individual woman I um you know I've I've always um been happy to be on my own um I've been happy to be with others I'm connected by others like energy so you know I I very much am that way but um but I'm also happy to be alone and I have never felt so alone in my life and who I am what I like to do what I like to wear um Mm -hmm. you know challenged by friendships and social networks um so many things like that and then um something that is is deeply like you know in my heart too particularly over the last two years that's challenged me is integrating my children together as my family has expanded and I've 
become a mum of three children now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one was okay, two was, you know, I had two hands and now three. Um, oh, I just never, ever, ever knew that it was going to be um, this difficult. Um, and, and um, look, there's absolutely beautiful moments in, in every day well, in most days, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that every day is rosy, but um, I, I just, I was not prepared for that. So mm. that's been my greatest challenges. Would you say that that is a big motivation for you creating Valley Village Collective because you know what it's like to not have a village? You know, maybe this podcast yep. for someone will be their village. Maybe it will be their only yep. support. I hope that you know, it can yeah. be something yeah, for someone 100%. where if they don't have anyone, they can go and, and feel like there's yeah. something out there to help them. Yeah. I, I moved here and I found one, I found two, two very specific friends um here um that were at the same gym as me. And they're still my friends to this day, um, four years on, I would hope. <laughs> hope so. You know, we've just got, um, you know, a great connection. Um, like me individually with each of them, I, I know that if I ring them and I'm in trouble or I feel a particular way, I know that they're there for me. But yes, doing this, you know, just my husband and I, you know, we're, we're, we're very traditional family. My husband is, um, you know, the main income earner. He has to go to work. We have a mortgage. We're living just such an, you know, I hate the word normal too, but we're just living that, you know, normal family life. And so, um, you know, I think doing this without any, you know, just, oh, can I drop the kids off to my gran- to grandparents on a Sunday afternoon so I can just reset the house and pack the kids' lunches for tomorrow and kind of get, get going. None of that happens. Um, we do things quite individually or we have to take the kids with us. And, um, you know, that, that also, you know, doesn't allow for, for all that all the time. So, yes, creating a podcast and creating a village uh, like we're hoping to, um, definitely, it, it allows me to, um, you know, understand and teach and learn off others. And yeah, it, it de- definitely, Paige, absolutely. Yeah. What I about think, you? You share your story? <laughs> yeah. So I think my greatest challenge, I have two things which I'll just briefly touch on, but a really big one for me is trying to block out the societal expectations or societal norms and tuning into my intuition. So I, you know, like, for example, a big one is sleep. I have a baby who doesn't sleep very well. And I'm really passionate about this because this has created so much stress for me. But but I felt like because my baby was waking up, you know, five plus times a night, and they were constantly attached to the boob that this was an issue that I had to fix. It was something that wasn't right. When in actual fact, and only very recently I've learned, it's actually very biologically normal for a mother and baby to be Mm. connected all night long. But it's this thing that has developed over time, I suppose, that makes us mums feel like we're doing something wrong if our baby isn't Mm. sleeping in a cot alone and only waking up once or twice a night, that it's an issue that we have to fix. But So slowly learning to block out that noise yeah. And tuning in to actually what's biologically normal and what feels right for me. Um, yeah, and, and I guess like, you know, learning that if your baby isn't a good sleeper, there's not anything you can really do about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But also accepting help. I Again, I've, I've always been pretty independent and 
Mm. not wanting to accept the help. Maybe that's my strong headed and and stubbornness, but I don't like (laughs) accepting help. Only just now starting to accept little bits of help. I like to be able to say I've done it all myself, you know, or or me, my husband have have done it all ourselves and I don't need anyone's help. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think especially in the early days, it was like, no way, I wasn't accepting help. (laughs) So just now am I starting to lean into accepting help and I hope I become more open to it. It's a daily struggle. Um, And I'm sure there's other mums out there who can relate with that, um, you know. We'll find that on on the way <laughs> as I get better. Yeah, yeah. I think I think accepting help is, you know, I think as strong, independent woman, we're sort of we've, you know, we we just sit everything on our shoulders and we're like, we can deal with this, we can cope with this. I'm mm. how how can I not? I, it's my baby. I love my baby, and yeah. you know, I'm, I'm I can take on the world. You know, I can do this, but you know, yeah. doing that only goes on for so long until some cracks start to form and and unfortunately it's usually us mums that you know feel the brunt of that immensely Mm. um through our health and mental health and and we'll get into these topics um pretty deep I think as the episodes go on um yeah uh, it's it's a big one having help and accepting help yep so Paige um we decided I would sort of create a little something to finish off this trailer um so I thought we'd just have three quick fire words or three phrase um, that just sort of uh, how I feel about you or how I what how I perceive you uh, and yeah then you can do the same about me. Uh, so yeah. I just think you're such an inspiration. Um, I could never have imagined doing this when I had my first baby at eight months old. So I'm just like it's just so awesome um, to that you're following a passion because I think it's so important as mums that we do follow our passion. Your friendly, genuine nature, like it's what drew me to you at the start when we met at the park and our love story began (laughs) um you know just such a you know just such a friendly vibe and I know that's going to come out in all our podcasts and you are such a cruiser um Paige and I have a bit of a joke that uh she's always telling me now just wing it just wing it and my type a personality I'm a bit of a control freak and I want to structure everything and um yeah, it, it's just I know you're probably not like that in every aspect of life, um, but uh, yeah, we're really different in this space. Complementing each other well, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's funny. Yeah, one of my things is definitely your type A personality, which it, it will be very good for me because like I'm, my head is just chaos. So having you being able to, you know, put things in order because otherwise, you know, I'd probably say, I don't know, this podcast might go up you know, next week, maybe the week after. <laughs> so, you know, you might get episodes once every once in every while if it wasn't for Carly. So, yeah, it's definitely your type A. I think that uh, would be really great. No, nah, you're, you're keeping the fun in it. You're keeping the yeah. fun in it. <laughs> um, and just, you know, I admire you as a mum of three who runs a business, being able to juggle that, you know, even fitting this in, I think that that is more amazing what you're doing, juggling three kids, you know, <laughs> I have challenges with one who's only eight months old. I can't imagine three and doing this and running a business. It's just insane. But because you're type A, that's probably why that works. (laughs) Um, And, you know, I feel like I can be really open with you and I think that probably is one of the reasons why you support women in such a vulnerable time in their lives. But I feel like I can be so open with you. There's no um, qualms in, you know, 
telling each other, oh, I don't like this or I do like this or, or what have you. So I think that'll work really well, the fact that we can be open with each other. Oh, well, may the love story continue. <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode of Valley Village Collective Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and feel more supported in your journey through motherhood or even just put a smile on your face today. Before you go, it would mean the world to us if you hit the follow button so you don't miss an episode. Leave us a review if you liked today's episode and find us on Instagram at Valley Village Collective. See you next week.